Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to this podcast ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. From Wondery, I'm Nikki Boyer, and this is Call Me Curious, where every week I'll get to the bottom of those funny, strange, puzzling, or just gotta know questions you have. And we'll tell you the best we can what the answer is. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. I need to know that it's real, know that it's real. So tell the truth. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Call Me Curious. So we have a holiday treat for you, my curious friends. I am so excited about this episode. So when I was a little girl, I loved getting mail and I loved sending letters. I actually had a pen pal um, in Portugal, I think, and I was in sixth grade and I loved it. I really don't remember her name. (laughs) But seriously, I loved writing letters. And my favorite time to write letters was Christmas. That's right. Christmas. Old St. Nick always got a letter from a young Nicky Boyer. And let me tell you, it was not just a letter because I needed to make sure that he knew exactly what I wanted for Christmas. So I didn't just send a handwritten letter. I sent that guy a whole collage of pictures and cutouts (laughs) from the magazines and the, the ads. It was so thick, I think I needed to use two stamps to mail it. Well, it is that time of year again, my friends. And yes, my letter writing campaign has slowed down a little bit, but there are still kids everywhere out there sending letters to Santa. But a letter's journey to the North Pole is a bit of a long one. And today, we're going to dive into what happens to these letters and ask the question, do all those letters to Santa make it to the North Pole? Hmm. But before we dive into our question, let's listen to a few of these letters read by their young authors. My name is Isadora. I'm seven. Here is my letter to Santa. 
Dear Santa, how do you deliver presents to the whole world on one night? Is it because your reindeer are so fast? I like how you give us presents every year, and I really love Christmas. Love is Dora. Hi, my name is Paulina. I'm nine years old. Here's my letter to Santa. Dear Santa, how are you? I'm having a great time. I have a question. How does your house with all the elves, reindeer, and magic animals look like? Also, tell Noelle that she is the best elf ever. I love that she writes notes back to me, and I give her candy and makes her stuff too. Thank you, Santa, for everything that you do. I watch the elf show, and I want to know if that is what your house looks like. Also, why do your reindeer fly? I know that no one can fly, but I really want to. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Love, Paulina. Hi, my name is Fiona. I'm seven and a half years old. This is my letter to Santa. Dear Santa, I would like a gizmo watch for Christmas. Love, Fiona. Oh my gosh! Oh, those were so cute, and I hope that each of them get everything that they ask for. Oh, I love this. And it is certainly the season on Call Me Curious when we give and receive. And no one is better at that than my good friend, Mr. Malone. Hi, Maloney. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Hi, Nikki. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the subject of Santa. Isn't it just delicious in those letters? How cute are they? Nikki, so cute. And I love that you wrote, like you did, like almost like a vision board with your letters. <laughs> oh my like, gosh, you know what I, I mean? Did. You're right. <laughs> I, I do have a question for you. When did you start writing your letter to Santa? Because I would start mine in February. Oh, wait, that's way early. No, I waited until like, I think around Halloween time when, when the oh. air started to turn and I was like, ooh, the ads from Kmart are coming in the mail. <laughs> and I got to start cutting out my pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I kept record. Oh, wait, February? Like February. Literally, Christmas just ended, and you're already thinking about the next year? Well, yeah, I wanted a lot of things, but they would change. Like, sometimes then December would come around, and I'd look at my list and be like, well, I really don't need that anymore or want that, so I'm going to change that. I'd modify it. <laughs> okay, I think I know what kind of kid you were and how you wanted things, but you just talk me through a little bit about, like, what were the items and what were you wanting for Christmas? Well, you know, Nikki, that's an interesting question because I did want the the toys. I wanted a new skateboard. I wanted new roller skates. I wanted a stereo. I wanted, you know, right. stuff. But I remember I was also that kid, and this may be a little shocking, that I wanted world peace. Like I would write on there, world peace, <laughs> no, Santa. Yeah, I did. Oh, <laughs> that kind of shocks so me. Sweet. <laughs> it's sweet, but I don't know if I'm that sweet anymore in my life. So it kind of surprises me that I would do that. But I did remember writing like, I want more love and I want my family uh, to be safe and stuff. So I would put things like that on my list. How were your lists? Oh, they were all about like, I want a caboodle. I want a makeup station. I want a cabbage <laughs> patch. I don't think I thought about world peace. So kudos to you. <laughs> Wait, did you just say caboodle? A caboodle. 
Oh, caboodle. Those are those makeup things, yeah. right? Yeah. And you like store like your Q-tips in a little area and then like your makeup brush. Yeah. That's what I was worried about, Malone, not world peace. But thanks. Thanks for that. Nikki, <laughs> but you know, being a little gay boy, I had very specific things I wanted. Like I wanted not what every other kid wanted. Like I wanted a share head. Like they had a share like makeup head. Like, because I wanted to do Cher's makeup. Oh, I and love And then those I wanted, like, heads. Barbie dolls. I wanted dolls. Yes. You <laughs> should have come to my house. We would have the best time together. <laughs> but I have to say, I loved Santa. Like, yeah. he was kind of everything to me. Mm-hmm. Some of my most favorite memories of my childhood are of Christmas and those letters that I wrote. But here was what was interesting. Like... When I wrote the letter to Santa, it was a very involved letter with like glue and it was you know, it was a mess. Yeah. But I just wrote Santa on the front of it and put it in my right. mailbox and just knew that it would magically end up at the North Pole, right? I just had yeah. the, the hope of magic of Christmas that the letter was going to get where it needed to. Did you ever right. like, how did you, how did you send your letter? Well, my mom or dad would give me a stamp and I would go, they would take me to the post office or I'd go <gasps> mail it in the mailbox outside. That's so but cute. um I would sometimes go to the mall and give it to Santa directly. Oh, that's like go straight to the source. Yeah. I went right to the source. Right. Yeah. So cause I figured maybe it would bump me up on the list. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, I just I'm picturing little Malone in his cute little trousers and I don't know why a bow tie and a vest, but walking up and going, I just want world peace, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and a share head. <laughs> and a share head. Nikki, you know what I wonder about, though? I, I wonder how Santa gets around these ring cameras, these ring doorbells oh, I know. He's really crafty, right? Yeah, he's crafty and magical. So. And he can be invisible. He can do anything, and that is why I love Santa. Yeah. Um, but I think it brings up a good point. Like, here we are, grown adults, talking about the magic of Santa. I don't think you're ever too old to write to Santa. Right. I just I think it's it's such a cool idea to write a letter to Santa Claus and to prove it. I would actually like to introduce our very own engineer, Danny Bringer and his daughter, Alex Ellis. Okay, they have a longstanding tradition of letter writing. And uh, Danny's on the show and Alex, who's 26 and a second grade teacher in Oregon. She's here. So hi, Danny. Hi, Alex. Hi, thank you so much for having us on today. Hey, everyone. How are you? Hi, Danny. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Danny's like, I'm usually in the background, and now they're talking to me. <laughs> exactly. He is not used to this, but, you know, he'll roll with it. So I have to say, Alex, when I first heard you were coming on the show, I was like, oh, she must be like 12 or something, right? Because she's talking about letters to Santa. And then they're like, oh, no, she's a second grade teacher in Oregon. And I was like, oh, that's even better. So yeah, I love this. I love that most of the time when you hear about letters to Santa, you hear about younger kids having the relationship with Santa. But here mm-hmm. you are at 26, and you have a great relationship with Santa. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Yeah. So I have been writing letters to Santa, I would say, since I was about six or seven. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when it first started out, it was the normal, stereotypical, like, oh, I'm writing Santa to tell him about my year and wish for things and ask for things. Um, that's how it always was. Um, and then as I got older, it became just like a safe space for mm. me just to talk about my year and anything that I was worried about or things that were kind of coming up. And as I continued to get older and like graduated high school and went into college, I kept asking myself, why should that change just because I'm moving away from home? 
And oh so gosh, even now oh. with my own husband, I still do them and he thinks I'm a little crazy. <laughs> but I explained to him, you know, it's my tradition and the Santa letter is where we just talk about our year, what went great, what we wish could go better. And yeah, so it's just been something yeah. always a part of my life and something I never plan on changing. Oh, I love this tradition. I think it's really beautiful. Danny, as her dad, I understand that Alex has, you know, had a relationship with Santa for many years. How do you feel about it? Oh, yeah. No, I I think it's really amazing and I really love it. And actually, um, you know, when I knew that we were going to do this, I contacted the North Pole and I asked them to delve into that big, huge, naughty or nice computer that they have. <laughs> and I actually was able to get one of the letters. And Alexandra has it right now in her hands. Oh, wow. That's amazing, oh. Danny. But before we jump into that letter, I actually want to ask Alex about her letter writing process. So the thing about my letters is I don't do them ahead of time, like a couple of weeks before Christmas. I actually do them on Christmas Eve. And so I write them out as just something nice for Santa to look at when he um, visits. And so it's right out there with Mm -hmm. the cookies and the carrots and the milk. Oh, that's so sweet. At 26 years old, I still bake the cookies, have the carrots and the milk, and it's sitting there with the letter for Santa when he arrives. That is so thoughtful, Alex. I love this. So what what are you asking for this year, Alex? Um, you know, probably just a uh, continuation of a great teaching career um, mm-hmm. for kindness and hope for all my families, for my kids that are kind of struggling. Yeah. Such a good teacher. Oh, <laughs> I love you. you thinking of your students, of course, right? Always. Um, and just continuing good health for um, me and my family, I would say, is probably what I'm wishing for this year. This is beautiful. Yeah. This is like a form of not growing up, too. Yeah, I, like, love I always it. say, don't grow up. <laughs> don't grow up. Keep writing letters to Santa. <laughs> I love you know? Yep. But I love that. And it's also like, you know, the spiritual part of it. The like you're putting it out into the universe too, you know, like mm-hmm. good thoughts, good things you want to come into your life, good things to manifest. So I love that side of it. And Alex, it sounds like your dad was able to get the letter. So can you read it? Oh God. Yeah. I do. So it is from 2013. So to put in perspective, 2013, I was a senior in high school. And so lots of like changes and things were happening. Um, I skimmed through it before because obviously it's been a while, but this will be like a very authentic (laughs) reading of it. So let's see how this goes. Um, It says, Dear Santa, Merry Christmas. I hope your year has been wonderful. It better be. You're in the North Pole. Senior year, senior year has been wonderful, but extremely stressful. Applying for colleges is stressful. It has also been hard not having Nana here with us. Mm. I always have to remind myself that she is no longer in pain, but that doesn't help much. Oh, gosh, Alex. I just want her here. The good thing is I do know that Nana is always watching me and here for me wherever I go. During the whole time of mourning, I've been worried about my mom. She's been going through a lot with missing her mom. All I wish for this Christmas is for my mom to keep feeling better day by day because I know that she will continue to hurt like the rest of us. So thoughtful. It is a senior. I think (laughs) it's so sweet. But I just want her to feel better um, than she does now. I also wish for good college wishes and thoughts as I just want to know where I'm going, even if I am nervous about being on my own. Lastly, if you have time and the resources... (laughs) 
I would love the lace up back zipper combat boots. <laughs> That's cute. Super stylish and practical. And an Olaf plush because Frozen was amazing. <laughs> There's I something about that huggable snowman that reminds me so much of my Nana. Oh. Well, Santa, before I conclude, I almost forgot one little thing, and it's not a ring. Please give my dad hope, joy, and happiness. He does so much for me and my mom as he is doing his usual Christmas work shift. He means a lot to me throughout all the ups and downs we have had, and I still love him. Sometimes I just get so busy that I forget how to show him. Um, Please make sure that he knows how much I love him. Well, this year's letter has proven to be the longest one so far, so I don't want to get you behind schedule. So before you go, don't forget to have some yummy cookies and milk, and there are some fresh carrots for the reindeer. Please say hi to Mrs. Claus for me, and have a wonderful Christmas and Happy New Year. Love always, Alexandra. Oh, my gosh. This is so sweet. So, Danny, I want to know, like, why do you think it's important for Alex, at whatever age she is at, to keep a relationship with Santa? Why is that important? I just think it's super important because, um, like Alexandra said, it, it's a pl- safe place for her to express mm-hmm. her thoughts and mm-hmm. express what has gone on. And then um, it's also really great for her that Santa, you know, replies back and, and writes a letter back so that when Alexandra wakes up in the morning, mm-hmm. there's a letter there. All the cookies are gone. All the... Uh, the carrots are all over the place. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think it's 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 a really important bond that she has with Santa. Yeah, sounds and like uh, it. it's something that continues on and and she'll be able to teach that to her children also. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, you That's guys. So nice. Malone, don't you just love this? It sounds to me, Alex, I like you scored because you have a beautiful relationship with Santa and a beautiful relationship with your dad. So thank you for sharing that today, both of you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have a question for Danny. Danny, do you write letters to Santa? <laughs> I do not. Um, I I can't remember if I ever did. I, I tried wow. to think about this. Did I ever write? Maybe, but... Um, you I, still can. Uh, there's still yes. time, Danny. You can. Get on there it. Is. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I love this. And um, thanks for sharing your story on the show and inspiring us all to... To yeah. write a letter to Santa. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to talk about this. I really, really appreciate it. It's been fun. Thanks, Danny. Yeah. You're never too old. Thank you. Never too old. That is so perfect. <laughs> yeah, you're never too old. Well, Malone, I think it's time to find out what actually happens with our letters to Santa. Now I'm really, really invested. Uh, oh, yes. And we've got some great guests who are going to help us with our question. So we're going to talk uh-huh. to a volunteer elf who jumps into oh. action when Santa needs help answering letters. <laughs> what a great job, right? Oh, my right? God. This is so cute. I so want to be a volunteer elf. <laughs> I know. I can see you. You'd be good. But um, first, joining us is the director whose documentary, Dear Santa, dives into just how the United States Postal Service handles all the letters to Santa each year. So please welcome to the show, Dana Nachman. Hi, Dana. Hi, Dana. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? Great. We're so in the holiday spirit now. Thanks to you. (laughs) Thank you. Me too. Always. So first of all, we are so excited about your film and your Hulu miniseries that just started airing earlier this month. So congrats. Thank you. Um, Can you start... By giving us an idea of how many letters to Santa the U.S. Postal Service handles every year. Yes, there are 
tens of thousands of letters that come in oh every year. It's crazy. I mean, sometimes more than 100,000. I mean, they're just mm. so, so many. It's massive. I cannot believe how many. Well, I can believe how many letters, but I imagine looking at them all come in is quite overwhelming. I guess they don't all come in at once, right? It's not at one time. <laughs> no. Nikki, don't no. forget I started mine in February. That's true. But I didn't mail them till December. So, Oh, yeah. There are some that come in in January, like literally See? every month of the year. Every month of the year. <laughs> A bunch of little Malones out there in January writing the letter like, Dear Santa. It's like, kid, relax. We just had Christmas. It's like, <laughs> okay, so Dana, I am curious. Do people start emailing Santa now? Oh, no, no, no. There are hundreds of thousands of physical letters. There, oh, really? Not, not to my knowledge. I don't think there are emails to Santa. I, if, if so, I don't know what the email address is. Got it. I only know the regular old-fashioned mail. Yeah. <laughs> so Santa's still old school. Like, he's not—he doesn't have an email? Oh. No, no. <laughs> I mean, not that I know of. Um, so I know the regular address to Santa, which um, is awesome, which I could tell you later if you want. No, I kind of um, want to know now because I, you know yeah. what? I didn't know there was an actual address. And I think this is really valuable information. Where does Santa reside? Uh, so the mailing address, okay. I mean, nobody knows where he well, lives, true. or at least right. I'm not in that that level A category of people who know. But uh, <laughs> his address that the mail goes to is 123 Elf Road. North Pole, 88888. Wow. That is, okay. I never knew that. Why did I not know that as a kid? I just put Santa on it and hoped that it ended up where it was supposed to, but I knew it did. I know, and it usually does. Um, But just to be extra super, super safe, that's the best way to go if you can remember it. Mm -hmm. Okay, Dana. So how did all of this get started? Like, can you tell us how USPS started helping Santa? Sure. So about 110 years ago, um, the postmaster general at the time talked to Santa uh, because so many letters had already started coming in. And um, they said, you know, the Postal Service would love to help you, Santa. And so they started a program called Operation Santa. Um, It's been going on ever since then. And it's been a little different every year. At first, it was, um, you know, in the letters would come in and they would allow Santa, of course, said this was okay. They would allow local elves to come in. So Uh, If you were in San Francisco, there would be um, letters that would be put on display Mm. and um, and people could come in. And if Santa approved, uh, they they could become elves and they were they would Mm. take the letters and they would um, go help Santa get the gifts and wrap them. And then the USPS would deliver them for Santa. Wow. Um, And then this had gone on uh, for many, many, many years. And then. They started digitizing them several years ago so that uh, people can find them on the internet. So you could sign up to be an elf, and um, if Santa approved and you were approved, then you could grab a letter and you can uh, get the gift, and um, and then they would deliver it. You bring it back to the post office, and then they would they would work with Santa to get it delivered. Oh my gosh, I love this! So, mm. Oh, this is just so magical, isn't it, Malone? Like it's just so it fills yeah. my heart up. It is. It's just, and I love that there's a program like this. In place and I can't believe it's been around for so long. It kind of gives me hope. Well, honestly, it gives me hope for world peace, Malone. (laughs) (laughs) World peace. Wait, Dana, I want to know, what does Santa's factory look like? Like, is there a whole department where elves deal with all the letters that come in? 
Yeah. So basically, I, I was um, privy to that section. So it was the mail room. Um, it's in our film and also in our series. So I was there. It's very jolly. Oh. Uh, you know, for each shift, there's about 30 male elves that come in. And oh, so it's really exciting. Okay. I mean, it's really jolly. There's like tons of Christmas lights. They all wear hats. There's candy. I mean, it's kind of exactly what you would think. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's magical. It so is. I love that. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of size guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15 discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know. So, Dana, you said the letters are now digitized and elves can adopt the letters. So how many letters were digitized out of the tens of thousands? Do you know? So it varies year to year, but last year there were more than 27,000 that came in. And that that was the most, I think, that they ever uh, dealt with. And so it was amazing. Oh, my God. Wait, 27,000? That's awesome. Oh, and each of those letters has such a story behind it, right? Like each letter has a kid and a hope and a dream and what they're going through. Oh, that's kind of magical. And so how many, um, like how many were adopted? More than 25,000 were adopted. So what happens is the ones that come in really close to Christmas, um, some elves are off already. And so it's hard. But um, but he tries to get as many elves on as possible. Mm-hmm. And last year, there was more than 25,000, which also was the most that had ever been adopted. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. So um, don't you want to know, Malone, like what are the things that these little kiddos are asking for. Yeah. I mean, anything you can think of, like tons of Legos, tons of Nintendos. I've been doing uh, this project for about three years now. And so it it changes a little year to year, but always pets, lots of dogs, bunnies, Mm -hmm. cats, like every animal you can actually imagine. (laughs) Um, And then I'm trying to think like each year there's kind of like toys, like Squishmallows I've been seeing more recently, like whatever the hot toys are. But so many other, like everybody wants to like 
meet dinosaurs. Oh, I mean, that would really yeah. the most yeah. amazing <laughs> anything you could think of. It's like sky's the limit. Oh my gosh, I bet you can just see into their imaginations when you read what they want. I love when uh, when when kids ask for siblings and ask Santa for that. I love that's my favorite thing. Like, I want a brother. And Santa's like, well, okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> yep. We've seen those. Do the kids ask really like what time will you, will you be at my my home? And what do you want me to leave for you? I mean, they often ask. It's so cute. They often ask, like, how are you doing? You must be so busy. Um, you know, I off, they often write about the cookies. They don't really ask about what kind, but say, like, I'm really interested in giving you Oreos. Um, they're very concerned about him um, more than they talk sweet. to him. It's very mm-hmm. cute. Yes. Cute. Um, did anyone ask for world peace like Malone did? <laughs> you know, it's funny because when you were talking about that, I, it, one uh, in our series this year, we have one letter where a little girl wanted to change the world. Aww. <laughs> and, I, and so that was one of the letters we chose I love uh, that. To, to focus on. Yep. That's sweet. Are there any funny ones? There's got to be some that are like, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love this one. Um, this little girl asked for, she had like a two-parter. Um, <laughs> one was really poignant and one was really funny. Uh, so the funny part was she was an avid reader and she wanted the characters in her favorite books and movies, which uh, she loved Marvel. She wanted to get a note back from them. Oh, specific. Oh. And that that's one mm. of the letters in our show. Uh, and I loved that because she did. She got the letter back with her characters uh, all oh wrote to gosh. her. And it was pretty yeah. amazing. Yep. Yep. Are there any kids that are angry at Santa for not bringing them what they wanted last year, the year before? I have read... Thousands of letters now, and I have never seen that. Oh, oh that's good. It's just never unconditional love for Santa. Yes, oh. never. I mean, they do. Oh, they're they're very funny with like some excuses. Like, I'm so sorry, I was naughty. I think they just assume that if they yeah. didn't get what they wanted, they had been naughty, and then I think they just don't want to bring it up. Oh. Right, Nikki. Didn't you on your letter ever write like I? I think I wrote like I'm sorry that I acted like this. I'm sorry I did this. Like it was kind of like a confessional for yeah, me, a, little a little bit. Yeah, I do remember that. I remember when I was asking for things that may have been outside of the norm. I always felt a little twinge of guilt of like, do I deserve this? Because I really wasn't very good with my brother the other day. I did kind of, you know. One thing that made me laugh was the kids who said like, I was really good this year, but my sister really wasn't. Like that, that, I've seen that many times. I'm like, that's hysterical. Oh my God. (laughs) Nothing like throwing your sibling under the bus in your letter to Santa. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, seriously, to Santa. (laughs) Malone, was there anything really wild that you asked for when you were little? You know, I don't think there was anything really wild, but I think I asked for more adult type stuff like stereos and Mm -hmm. not so much toys. I wanted like really like, tangible so like a movie poster or mm-hmm. um you know like some weird things like that what about you mm-hmm. like i don't think that's weird i did one year ask um donna that's <laughs> my mom uh i said <laughs> how do i word this to santa because i want a forever puppy and she was like well what do you mean and i said i just i want a puppy that doesn't grow into a dog that just stays a puppy. And my mom oh. says, sweetie, I don't think that's possible. And I said, don't speak for Santa, lady. Like, I'm <laughs> writing this down. <laughs> I got mad at her. <laughs> like, this is between oh me gosh. and the big guy. Okay? So I'm just going to write it. <laughs> um, Dana, I am curious. Are there things that people asked for um, from Santa that surprised you or that you didn't expect? Um, let's see. I mean, the, the thing that's a little heartbreaking are the kids who ask for a coat yeah. um, or ask mm. for um, 
a washer dryer for their mom, like things that uh, you just wish a little kid wasn't um, thinking about, you know? Um, And I love, love, love the kids who don't ask for anything for themselves, but ask for others. I mean, that's quite often, quite often. So sweet. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that stuff is, you know, does surprise you because you think— you think kids always are going to think about the, whatever the toy is that they see yeah. on TV, you know? So it, it's every time it gets you a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that makes me emotional when I think about a little kid that probably wants a bunch of things but loves their family so much and knows that their mom needs a washer dryer or a mattress or a cow. Like, oh, that just breaks my heart a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. One oh. of the little girls this year um, who wanted um, a trip to Disneyland and her elf mm. um, gave that. Uh, but she also wanted, her parents had recently gotten divorced um, and she wanted to find true love for her mom. Um, I mean, she had so many zingers that really got you. She wanted... Um, matching PJs for her brother, her mom, and her cats and herself because, like, on TV, she saw that what she considered real families and good families all dress the same on Christmas. Oh, my gosh. And so, and so she wanted to have that kind of family. Oh. You know what else is really cute is the handwriting. Oh, gosh, right? <laughs> I wish I still had my my letters like because, you know, the handwriting was so funny. I um I loved writing the letters and I would do each word in a different color because I was like I really want to stand out. Ooh, I want Santa to notice mine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you got to be bumped to the the front. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> oh, Dana, I'm sure you've seen it all. Ah, oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, one thing that's really funny about the handwriting I, I forgot to mention this before was that um when uh, the male elves cannot read what they're writing, uh, they do call in Santa for the handwriting because there's a lot of difficult ones. You know, kids write when they're three years old, four years old, and they haven't gone to school yet and learned how to write. So can you tell us a little bit about these volunteer elves? Like, how do you become one? Who are Mm -hmm. they? What are some great stories about them? Because I feel like they do some real hard work. So over the years in New York and and Chicago, they had the biggest amounts of letters uh, on display uh, pre-COVID. And so people would come in to read the letters. People would just sit there and cry and laugh and just, you know, they felt very connected to to certain ones. So they would choose them um, and then they would go um, get the gifts together and and then bring them back to the post office uh, to get them to Santa and get them on their way to the children. Um, Now, uh, you could sign up um, online at USPS Operation Santa's website Mm -hmm. and apply to become an elf and then you can you can become one. And it's so great. I mean, anybody can do it. Um, a lot of times offices come together and they do. They take 50 letters or, or more, you know, and you can search by your own city. So you can take local letters or you could do them far away. Mm. Um, you can just, anybody could do it. It's amazing. I've done it. It's so much fun to be an elf. Um, my kids do it with me. So that's really, really fun. Oh, I love this, Dana. Me too. Oh, Dana, this is so magical. So do you, I have to ask you, do you remember any particular letter to Santa that you wrote that you felt like was really heard and answered? Well, the funny thing about me is I'm Jewish, so I never actually even wrote a letter to Santa. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I obviously love uh, love Christmas and I love Santa and he loves me, which is great um, because he <laughs> let me, like I had to be approved to, to make our film and now our right. series. Um, so I've been approved. Um, and so this is so fun for me because I don't celebrate Christmas, but I get to really 
be involved with Christmas now all year round for three three plus years. Oh, you are an elf oh. for life, Dana. I am. Yes. Oh, I, I am. love that. So I'm probably the only person who's never written a letter to Santa That's on so our team. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But you're so involved in everyone else's letters. That's the true art of giving right there, I have to say. That's amazing. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I need to know that it's real. Know that it's real. So tell the truth. So, Dana, I want you to stick around because I want to bring in our second guest. Um, we are very lucky today because we have an actual volunteer elf with us. So yeah, I know, right, Malone? Oh my gosh, how exciting. So Michael Munoz, um, who's been helping Mm -hmm. Santa answer letters for more than 15 years, is here with us. Michael, how are you? I'm great. How are you both? (laughs) Hi, Michael. Hi. We're so in the holiday spirit, and I just want to hug you so hard right now because I have such um, an appreciation for for the work that you're doing. So so thank you for your years of service with Santa. And um, can you tell us (laughs) what you do as a volunteer elf? Well, at this point, it's actually over 20 years. Oh, my and gosh, so Michael. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's no longer a volunteer. It's a, it's a full-time job. I have been adopted wow. into the North Pole and absorbed <laughs> oh into gosh. the whole process, it well, seems very like. very successful. I love yes, it. Very, very successful. <laughs> you know, I started in, in my late teens um, before I was 20, and— you know, back then in New York, they used to separate the letters by uh, zip code. So okay. you can you can actually rifle through letters in needier areas. Mm-hmm. And as Dana yeah. was saying at some point, you know, a lot of these kids were just asking for boots and coats. Yeah. And, hey, can you bring mm-hmm. my mom clothes? She has no clothes, you know. And, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of what touched me. And then it mm-hmm. kind of snowballed. See <laughs> Literally. What I, see what I did there? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <Loved> it. <laughs> it kind of snowballed into this thing where people saw me doing this and joined me and, and it just got bigger and bigger. And so I have a community and a team of my volunteer elves that um, really help me just get the job done every year. Oh, oh my gosh. I love this. This is so... Well, I think giving is um, contagious, right? So I love that you did this at such a young age. How did you even know that this existed? Because as a teenager looking back, I don't even know if I would have thought to like get a direct line to Santa and become a volunteer elf. I don't know if I would have thought that. (laughs) I I think it was divine inspiration, to be honest Mm. with you, because I don't remember quite myself. I think, think, call it fairy dust, if you will, Malone, or... Oh, I love that, Michael. (laughs) Or something that just like kind of sparked... And then all of a sudden, I found myself in the post office listening to Celine Dion oh sobbing my, my eyes out. You know what I mean? <laughs> wait, Michael, so wait, have you actually been to the North Pole? 
I'm not allowed to to go to the North Pole. Mm-hmm, yeah. Those are those are elf elves, right? I'm a, I'm a human elf, right? But I definitely have been christened and knighted yeah. or elfed, if you will, by the man himself for sure. How many letters do you think you answer? Per season. It just depends. It, it starts with, you know what, this year's going to be a light year because like, we're really busy. <laughs> and so we find one and then we cry over another one that has like five kids. And Got then it. all of a sudden I go to the post office and the and the post office elves are like, Michael, we're sorry to do this to you, but read this letter. And then all of a sudden, two days before Christmas, I have three more letters. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> I totally get it. I get it. Yeah, you just get swept away. You get swept away mm. in the Christmas undercurrent of giving. Um, and it just brings me so much joy. I can tell. I can tell you love it. If you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. Right, Michael? <laughs> yeah. Amen to that. But Nikki and Malone, let me tell you this. is It's that I always say that it's an attainable way to give back. I, nice. I, am an, I am an elf with not a lot of money, right, but a lot of resources. And so you can find a letter, even uh, just as a single person, that like, hey, I want a Barbie and a coat. Okay, that's, that's attainable. I can go right. to, to um, a discount store or something and find those things. And so it's an attainable way to give back. You don't need a lot of money to be able to do this, right? And then all of a sudden, I have, I've created a community around me that has fostered a lot of giving, and still, I'm not spending a ton of money at the right. same time. Right. You know, so it's attainable in that way. Yeah. It's nice. Hey, Michael, I have a question. Did Santa supply you as a volunteer elf a little outfit or a costume? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Sparkle the Elf is fashion forward always. No help from Santa needed, okay? <laughs> oh, I think you should have a little show you do at the mall. It'll be so cute. Oh, my gosh. Malone will be there and I'll ask for world peace again. I would. I, w- I would be there. I'm never going to stop bringing that up, by the way. I just love that about you. World peace. Um, Michael, I'm sure that you see a lot of different letters, a lot of different asks. Um, and I'm I'm interested, are there any letters that just stick with you? Oh my God. So many over the years. I um bet. some of my it's weird to say favorites, um, but for lack of a better term, some of the some of the ones that left a lasting imprint on my heart. Um, there was this young woman um going to college and she wrote a letter to Santa saying that she didn't want to go to college because she had to work and help her mother, and her mother Mm. was forcing her out of the house. Mm. And she goes, my mom has no money, and so I need books. And I gathered my elf team, and we went and got her gift cards to bookstores, gift cards to textbook stores, every last binder, sheet of paper, anything she would need to go to school. And we filled up boxes and boxes to get her through, like, at least a good semester or three. Oh my gosh, Michael, that's beautiful. I will have you know, I am head of the LGBTQ elf department here at the North oh, Pole. Oh, how wonderful! Yes, um, I've been I've been put in charge of that um, <laughs> ever so wonderfully, and so uh, lately, a lot of young LGBTQ kids are coming mm-hmm. in with letters, and those are sometimes heartbreaking. Oh, I bet they are. Yeah. Oh gosh, so is there one particular letter that just you? Kind to carry with you to this day? Yeah, um, the one actually that appeared in Dana's movie, um, Dear Santa, was, oh, um, let me read it to you, can I? I have it right here in front of me. Oh my gosh, really? I would love, oh. yes, yes, yes. It's one that I've saved. 
So it, it's super simple. Um, they go, Dear Santa, do you support the LGBTQ community? And if you can speak to God, can you tell him that I love him? Oh. And if he loves mm. me for being gay, thank you. <laughs> that is so sweet. Well, I love that. If you look at the letter, the child mm. asks for nothing. Exactly. But oh, love. Gosh. But love. <gasps> oh my God. So you yes. have to think what's happening in the background right. in their life. Oh my gosh. And what's, and, and, you know, to get a little serious for a minute, you know, the highest percentage, and these are actual facts, the highest percentage of homeless youth um, in America are LGBTQ youth. 28% of homeless youth are LGBTQ. Right. And then yeah. to go beyond that, I think the number is 36 to 39% of that homeless youth identify as trans or non-binary. Mm. Oh my gosh. This one sticks with me too, Michael, because they're not doing the traditional asking Santa for things. It's just love. And if you're right, if the kid is asking Santa to talk to God, to ask for love, what is, what's happening inside that little heart? So what did you do after you read that letter? Oh my God. Well, after I picked myself up <laughs> off the floor right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> from the puddle totally. of glitter tears, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I gathered, the, I sent the letter out to the team and it domino affected and we sent that, that letter kind of just went everywhere and all of a sudden all sorts of things. We, we provided an entire library of books on like things LGBTQ related, you know, like the two frog wow. princes and I'm a unicorn and, you yeah. know, I think Julian oh. is a mermaid. Uh, tons of rainbow things came in, unicorns and stuffed animals and games. And, so beautiful. And all sorts of things. And then since I had to pack it all, uh, I oh. obviously went above and beyond, and um, I'm sure this child's parents were very grateful to Sparkle the Elf over here right, right. For, packing, for packing everything in rainbow mylar confetti. <laughs> right. You know how happy I'd be if, if I knew there was an LGBTQ elf out there? You know, I... That would have like, oh my gosh. It changed things, right? I know. It would have. It would have. Because I wouldn't have felt any shame for asking for that Barbie doll. Right? And the share head, right? <laughs> yeah. And the share head. Like there, you know, there was a little embarrassment. Like, but Santa's so, he's so open and friendly and accepting. So. Oh, I just love this. It was okay. But an LGBTQ volunteer elf. Uh, hello. Sign you up, Malone. Yeah. So can anyone adopt a letter, Michael? I am curious. Like, how do yeah. you become a volunteer? Anyone can adopt a letter. Everything's online now since the pandemic, right? Uh, mm -hmm, via mm -hmm. the Operation Santa website. You can rifle through letters and they go pretty quickly. Um, and you just answer it and then you buy wrap and then you pack it and then you bring it to the participating post office and then it gets shipped from there. Okay, I love that there's a place to go, a way to do it, and it doesn't sound complicated. And you, it's mm -hmm. not about religion, right? Because, so Dana, we can bring you back in because Dana is Jewish and does not practice Christmas, but you absolutely love being an elf. And, Michael, it sounds like you just found your way to it on accident. Like, when, you know, like you said, some fairy dust came into your life. Like, it 
there's no rhyme or reason. There's no rules here. It's just about love and giving. That's what it sounds like, right, Dana? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, this year, one of the coolest letters we got was um, a little boy had just moved to America from—he's a refugee from Afghanistan, and all he wanted was English lessons because he was in third grade and his English wasn't great. And so a group of elderly Jewish ladies— took the letters because they had once been refugees. Mm. And so they took the, and they said, you know, we don't celebrate Christmas, but we were once there and we had elves that helped us. And so we mm. want to be the elves now. And so, yeah, anybody could do it. It's it's the most fulfilling thing you could possibly do. Um, it's, it's amazing. Oh, I love this. I love it because um, it's just, it shows you how powerful and how loving Santa is that anyone can be an elf. Uh, It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what you think, what you feel. You just got to have love in your heart. So I love this. So I guess like like Malone, I think we should get to the the bottom of it, to our call me curious questions. I have to ask you, Michael, do all those letters to Santa actually make it to the North Pole? Absolutely. You know, Santa may be one man, but there's a lot of help behind him to get the job done. Mm. That's good. Yeah. And I mean, and you're part of that, you and Dana. And now I think me and Malone, I think we're going to be part of it too. (laughs) And to your point, Nikki, about it being non-religious, you know, uh, religion across the board is about love and giving. And this is what the spirit is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. So Dana, that question as well. Do all those letters to Santa actually make it to the North Pole? Yes, they definitely all all get there. But I think there are some tips that people should know about how to make sure Ooh. that they get. Um, yeah, <laughs> yes. so I'm just going to tell you what I've learned. Yes. Um, number one, kids have to put their return address yes. so Santa knows. I mean, imagine these tens of thousands of letters come in. Um, they need to keep track of them and know where where to go and when. And right. so um, your return address is really important if you're asking for things like shoes. You know, what size? Yeah, and like, valuable. You know, and the more specific. Specifics. Yeah, mm-hmm. really specific. Like, if you want a bike, do you want a pink bike? Or what do you want? You know, yeah. exactly. So that's great. And then I heard another crazy thing, which I think nobody knows. I feel really fortunate I learned Ooh, this. What? But Santa is allergic to glitter. So any glitter uh, that gets oh. sent, really, like, sometimes those letters <laughs> kind of blow away because he sneezed so much. So no glitter. That is so oh, good to know. Yeah, yes. good tip. Wow. <laughs> no, tip. thank Don't you Don't put the this. glitter in your envelope. <laughs> no <laughs> glitter. But they do all get there. So that was your real question. And yeah. Yes, they do. Dana, I have a question. So what happens if, you know, I send a letter to Santa and it gets sent back to me? Is there a time limit? Like, what if it comes back to me, you know, and it doesn't make it on time or what happens to what do I do? I don't think that they get sent back. Um, I think the best thing to do is send them right around Thanksgiving. Mm, Okay. You know, you just want to make sure you give them enough time to deal with them. Mm -hmm. Um, But they don't get sent back. Nothing gets rejected. Santa's not rigid like that. But but, you have to put a stamp on it. Oh, yes. You should put a stamp on it. Okay. These are great tips. I wish somebody would have told me this when I was a kid. I actually think I'm going to write a letter to Santa this year. I'm going to write a letter, Nikki. Are you? Yeah. Okay. What are you going to ask for? <laughs> I'm going to ask for world peace, oh, God, of course. I knew it. <laughs> it couldn't be more meaningful than it is right now. Oh, well. Oh. Do it. Well, I love this. I feel inspired, and I hope everyone who is listening feels inspired to keep the magic alive. Write a letter to Santa. Follow the tips that Dana gave you. And um, I just can't thank the both of you enough. So, Michael, thank you so much for talking with us and for doing what you do and having such a big heart. And if people want to listen to your podcast, um, where can we tune in to find it? You can go to in-yo-mouth.com. Oh. 
Yeah, it's called In Your Mouth. It's the only food podcast on the airwaves that celebrates the stories of LGBTQ people doing excellent things in the food space. Wonderful. Oh, I can't wait to listen. Oh, I'm excited. And Dana, it was such a joy um, having you on the show and what you're doing with your movie is so inspiring. And where can we find your movie? Thank you. Yeah. Um, so Dear Santa, the movie is on Hulu. And then this year, we just did a six-part series that'll be on ABC. Check your local listings. And then it'll be on Hulu as well. Okay, great. Good to know. And I just want to say thanks to the kids earlier in the show who shared their letters to Santa. Yeah. And fingers crossed, hopefully you get what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Malone, I just thank you for being on the show today. It really wouldn't be the holidays without you. You're like my little stocking stuffer. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the gift that keeps giving. (laughs) Oh, Nikki, this is this was very enchanting. I mean, I I, I do find that there's like this spiritual undertone to all of this, which I love. You know what I mean? It's about the heart. It's about giving. It's about love. It's about acceptance. So um, I love the spiritual side of it. I do, too. And I think I think I know what you and I are going to do this year. I think we're going to I think we're going to be male elves. I think we're going to get yes. in there and get our hands dirty and start doing some giving. I'm down. Are I you? I love it. I love it. I'm totally down. Oh, I love you too. Happy holidays, Maloney. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Happy holidays. Well, friends, or should I say fellow elves, do all those letters to Santa make it to the North Pole? Yep, they sure do. Even though the number of letters may be overwhelming, Santa does his best to answer them with a little help from a growing number of volunteer elves all over the country. Ultimately, it's all about giving and showing kids that someone else is thinking of them. And that's good for the kid and pretty great for the elf. If you want to sign up for Operation Santa, go to uspsoperationsanta.com. See you at the post office. Okay, that's our show for today. Hey, tell us what questions are on your mind. Send us a voice memo or you can email us at callmecurious at wondery.com. Or you can even hit me up on Instagram at Nikki Boyer. I would love to hear from you and get to the bottom of all your questions because I don't know stuff too. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Call Me Curious ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. From Wondery, I'm your host, Nikki Boyer. Our theme song is Tell the Truth by Yana. Thanks to Mr. Malone for joining me on today's show. And thank you to our guests, Dana Nachman, Michael Munoz, Danny Bringer, and Alex Ellis. And to Isadora, Amelia, and Fiona, who shared their Santa letters with us. New episodes drop every Thursday. Rich Goodman is our senior producer. Polly Stryker, producer. Our associate producer is Ayana White. Scott Velasquez, music supervisor for Freeze on Sync. Sam Ada, Danny Bringer, and John Lloyd are our engineers. And Tina Rubio and Marshall Louie are the executive producers for Wondery. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate it. And from all of us here at Wondery, happy holidays. Hold up. 
Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.